Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to the Larry Bird episode of Hack a Chat, the NBA's first podcast with a man who booed Jungle Jack Hanna at a baseball game. That's me. I'm Chuck P. And with me, as always, is teenagers who turn into different kinds of beasts. That's Danamorphs. Dan, what are we going to do? We're here to talk some hoops and tell you what happened to former Golden State Warrior Latrell Sprewell. Behind the MacBook, we have the supervisor of our Switch, Gyro. It's nice to be here. We're happy you showed up. We are glad to be here doing the final show. It's finally here. The finals. Nice. It only nice. took us, um, well, like eight days of no basketball to get back to basketball. I, the powers that be in charge of all the sports networks were probably peeing themselves over oh. what are we going to do to fill content over these next eight days because this went way too quickly. TNT was pissed because they couldn't show more trailers of that show, Claws and Animal Kingdom. And I will never watch either of those shows. <laughs> nope, me either. I saw it a thousand yeah, I, times. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think TNT was excited about the fact they weren't going to be able to do that. Plus, I'm sure um, the folks at ESP were not excited about the fact they weren't going to be able to integrate more movie trailers into LeBron James likes to do this, but he's also like this movie character who can do this. <laughs> they, they were they, they had to cut those promos out. They weren't able to do them. Um, well, it, speaking of TV, this is one of the things that we've had to do the last week. What have you been watching anything lately? Because you know we had all this time since uh, since we've had no basketball. You know, you know what I got got through because there was no basketball. Was I watched the entire series of Masters of None in a weekend. Oh, oh that's yeah. incredible! Master, Master of None. Master watched of None. Yeah, right over the weekend. It mm-hmm. was it was phenomenal. Like phenomenal. Did you get the chance to watch it? Yes, oh, yeah, um, both, both Dover and I actually both watched it. Yeah. Um, we 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 watched uh, episodes nine and ten together. Yeah, it was great. We, nice. We didn't we didn't mean to. We were like hanging out, and, like we were having dinner, and we we started episode nine. It was a it's a double episode, and then after right. all that, I was like, all right, well, we can't not watch the finale. We gotta finish it together. We gotta do and it. Hold hands, maybe. It might be it might be the best ten episodes of TV I've ever seen. Um, Interesting. I uh, like I can't I like I I I think there are uh, seasons like full seasons of shows that like I I may or may not have liked better but like th- those every episode was great every episode Yes. Yeah. It was phenomenal. The I, beginning I the away. beginning spoilers alert spoiler alert like it was it's black and white to start. Yeah. And when he's in Italy it's amazing. I like, know. It was just beautiful. Like I was like this I I've actually wanted went back and watched the first couple episodes again because I liked the first two that much. Mm. Episode six is the uh, New York. I love you. Gosh, that one yeah. was so good. Just how it, it could wrap so many, so many new characters and make you love them each individually so quickly. It was so cool. Oh man. And the way it went in and out of like when it, it, it's focused on one character and when it went into that character's part and went out of it, it was just so seamless. Like Dover and I were like waiting. I was like, "How is this gonna happen?" And it worked perfectly. It was so cool. I don't want to spoil exactly. anything because it's such a cool thing. It's episode six. Everybody has to watch yep. it. Um, if you haven't checked it yet on Netflix, go check it out. It's yeah. it's worth the the ten episodes that are new. Also, go back and watch season one to get the whole thing. It's it's definitely mm-hmm. worth your time to mm-hmm. go watch it. Hack a chat stamp of approval. Uh, Dover and I right. also did something else during this 10 days we got so bored uh we got a new video game console like a whole, a whole console new console <laughs> what and did we get over what, what did you guys get we got a nintendo switch mm-hmm. we really Ooh, wanted to, those things oh are super God. cool we wanted to check out like- uh, legend of zelda breath of the breath of the wild yep which great is a phenomenal game. game great game i i can't <laughs> it's it's the first game in a while where i haven't been playing it but i'm thinking about like all right what hours do I have free? What 20 minutes can I fit in just like doing a little bit? He just like showed just... up on my house today. I was just like, <laughs> can, can I, can I, can I do it? Can I, pl- <laughs> can can I, pl- I play? He's like, we're recording tonight, right? I was like, yeah. So I came here now so I could play Blood of the Wild until then. He's like, it's 3.30. Like we're recording in six hours. And I was like, yeah, but can I play? Like, is it cool? <laughs> well, I got a lot of a lot of show prep i have to do and i really get focused when i play zelda so <laughs> i'm just trying to make show better jeremy that's what i would have said 
It's awesome. Now wait, which way is the best way to play it? Do you like pull the things off? Do you use the little tablet? Which which is um, the best? Do- Dover, how do you where, how do you play it? I usually play it with the uh, Joy Cons connected in handheld mode on the screen. Yes, like on the whole all thing. connected so on in the one little pad thing, yeah. like the little iPad, right? Yes, essentially, yes. Okay. It's, it's it's that okay, cool. is actually the, the console screen, itself. It's the tablet amazing. screen with with the controllers on yeah. the sides of it. That's how I use it. I I take the two little pieces and I click them into a controller and I play it on the TV. That's the way I like it the best. Um, but then cool. we've also like t- we took it. We we went up to Lima yesterday and like we did like the screen by itself and we stood it up and we had like the two controllers separate and we were playing dumb games that way. Yeah. Like we we were the stupid commercial with like you could take it anywhere to meetings to parties and we're like actually like we were sitting in the restaurant that we went to after our meeting. We're like we can go get it now and just play this now. All right, no, no that'd be stupid. No, that'd be no, dumb. Let's not do that. Should we though? I think we should. We can't. <laughs> we have the option. See, this is this is what happens when we're when we're given this much time without basketball, yeah. and the summer's going to kill us again. It always does. But what are you going to do? It does. But hey, we're almost here, right? We're yeah. we're the Christmas Eve before Christmas. You know, yes. we're we're almost there. We're finals Eve. We we are. I I think it's. Uh, I think we're ready. Let's let's talk some ball. You ready, Dan? I'm ready. Let's do it. And before we get to the finals, we have to wrap up round three. But do I we? I mean, I guess we do, right? I mean, we asked every time we do a, a round, we, we ask eight questions. And, you know, because it was the third round, there's only two series going on. So we had four questions per round. And um, they all ended with pretty easy answers. Um, yeah, it was quick. Let's, let's just whip them off. Um, Dan, will Kawhi Leonard stay on the court? No. Nope. nope. Three quarters. He's nope. out. They kept playing the rest of the series. It was, so the answer to that question was a big fat no. Yeah, it was uh, headline news every time that we found out that Kawhi wasn't going to be playing. And that stinks. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, Dan, who's going to get hot? Nobody for the Spurs. Nobody. Because it won't matter because yep. they're out. Mm-hmm. You know, LaMarcus Aldridge, step up. Nope, not quite. Sorry. Uh-huh. Not going to happen. No weird Danny Green game. Nothing. Nope. None of that. Didn't work out. Doesn't matter. Uh, Dan, what was the Spurs' defensive plan? Uh, just try not to get eaten by great white sharks on the floor because <laughs> that could have happened in this game because anything could have happened in this series. Right. Uh, defensive game plan didn't matter. Didn't matter. It just didn't, didn't matter. Didn't matter because the, the best wing do. defender we've ever seen uh, wasn't playing. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot you could do. Um, and a lot. Final question. Let's wrap this up real quick. Will Mike Brown pee his pants versus Pops? He could have. For all we know, he could have. He might have. But you know what? Yeah. He might have, for all we know. Yep. I mean, there were no reports from Ramona Shelburne saying that Mike Brown peed his pants on the sideline. He could have just to kind of joke around, like the Billy Madison, or like in Billy Madison, where he's like, it's, it's, it's cool, right? So it's, <laughs> it's cool. cool to pee your pants, yeah. Well, Dover, yeah, you, you saw the matter. story with um, Mike Brown trying to get into the arena. Oh, yeah, and that's what I was about to say. He yeah, had tell it. Pop just blocked his way into the arena, so I think it got to him a little bit. Yeah, it did. Like, they were trying to get into the arena, and they wouldn't let Mike Brown in. He's like, I'm the coach of the Warriors. And he's like, okay, <laughs> you don't look like Steve Kerr. And apparently, like, Pop called him and is just laughing his butt off. He's like, I saw the whole thing. You're an idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, Pop did get the upper hand. He did. So he did He did have that, like, Greg Popovich, like, kind of, I'm the senior, you're a freshman, yep. deal with it. But, but it didn't matter mm-hmm. because the team that had to be rolled out for the Spurs was not a team that was going to compete with this Warriors team. It just wasn't going to happen. And even had they had Kawhi, you know, mm-hmm. maybe they, they do take that game one when you're up 23 in the third quarter and oh, you yeah. finish it out. But I still think the Warriors, because what we, what we found so far in these last you know couple years of doing this is game ones are kind of people just figuring each other out, throwing yep. those little jabs, really not going for haymakers just yet. Mm-hmm. And even if the Spurs take that game, I think the Warriors adjust and they end up winning at five. I mm-hmm. really think they take the next ones and do it no problem. So I predicted Warriors in four. Yep. Warriors in four. I had Warriors in six. I had the hopes that Kawhi Leonard would get back out there and help him get one or two, but it didn't work out. I think the real winner in this series was actually Doris Burke. If you watched her interviews yes. with Pop, she got to pull the 
hey, it's Mother's Day. I'm only going to ask one question. And he, like, pulled the wall over on, on Pop. Uh, and was. then the next really game, good. like, it was just still not – it wasn't going horribly. She just one question, and Pop gave the – we're going, we're going, we're going bad. It's not going, everything's terrible. And Doris Burke yeah. is like, you know what? I'm out. All right. See it. Thanks, Bob. Have a good one. And just walked away. Well, because I mean, it, it, it was great for Doris Burke. And mm-hmm. I know it was really funny, but like, in all honesty, like what, what's he going to answer? Like, right. yeah, look, I, I don't have a top five guy at the four positions, point guard through power forward like they have. So right. what do you want me to do? Like, what do you want me to tell you, United States of America, while you're watching this game? <laughs> There's nothing we can do. Like there's there's yeah. nothing that I can do schematically that's gonna be able to knock out these three future Hall of Famers, one borderline Hall of Famer, and then this other guy who just kind of does his thing on the floor. Like there's nothing I can do. Like I'm great, but I'm not I'm not doing anything here. Right. Yeah. I and and even if you're Doris Burke, you're walking up to that conversation being like, We are obligated to speak to one another. He is not gonna <laughs> exactly. be happy. I know he's not gonna be happy. I'm gonna end it as soon as possible. All right. Wait, I had to say this thing. Okay. Obligation over, contract uh, fulfilled. Let's get out of here. Makes sense. See you later, everybody. Yeah, um, it did. We, let's flip over to. It was quick. Oh, go ahead. Did you have something? No, else? yeah, it was. I mean, it was quick. Yeah, those interviews were um, a microcosm or made sense based on how that series went. Yeah, that one went down in four. Cavs, Celtics took a little bit longer, five, um, and. <laughs> Uh, we have a couple of questions here. Again, they just answered themselves. Uh, I'm going to start with the last question, which was, uh, how will the Cavs slow down uh, Isaiah Thomas? <laughs> um, it turns out he was going to slow himself down. Well, he wasn't. Gonna, his yeah. hips were going to slow him down. Um, yeah. So they didn't even have to worry about it. There wasn't they uh, a question for them. Right. And that was the, the thing that we had talked about. And the reason why I gave the Celtics two wins was mm-hmm. – you are going to get a game from Isaiah where he was going to do the thing where he gets 45 to 50 points. You know, he's just going to shoot it enough to where it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get it from what we've heard. He was playing with that through that wizard series. And it's a pretty serious hip injury. Um, it may hinder his ability to gain that huge contract a year from now. Um, but I, I just hope he's back playing because when he's, when he's right, Man, what he was doing in that Wizards series was super fun. Mm-hmm. And I think it would have made this series a little more entertaining right. um, had he been able to play. Um, another question we had, what are the Celtics going to do if JR gets hot? Well, um, he was all right. I mean, he shot a little over 40% from three, but it really didn't right. matter because JR was not the only one who was hot. I mean, everyone was draining threes. Um, every- well, you had, you had Kyrie go off yeah. in the third quarter of was that game four mm-hmm. um and it's like what are, what are the celtics gonna do if if jr gets hot well what are they gonna do if Kyrie gets hot well they're gonna throw avery bradley at him because he's one of the best wing defenders we have on right. point guards in the league and he couldn't do anything and when he's got it going it's phenomenal to watch there mm-hmm. aren't many guys that can do what he does when he has it rolling like that um i mean the shots that he makes with the english he puts on the ball around the <laughs> basket the angles he uses to get around people the one he made to get the and one in that third quarter mm-hmm. where he was almost laying parallel to the ground right and shot it with such spin that it got off the backboard and got fouled uh and he goes for was it 42 in that game and breaks his uh, playoff career high going yep. over what he had in the finals last year. I mean, that third quarter, you couldn't take your eyes off him. And that's mm-hmm. the guy that, you know, that's the Uncle Drew that we think of every time he gets out of the floor. Like, he's going to just put the ball on a string and do whatever he wants and make just ridiculous shots. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. Yeah. Um, Kyrie's phenomenal. He's, I honestly, like, it. it we'll see how this um, series plays out in the finals, but. I think he's competing for like best point guard in the league. Um, oh, and, and I think he believes he is. Oh yeah, and and when you have LeBron there to do so, it it instantly makes you it like four spots higher on that ranking. You know, it, right. it just the way LeBron works, the way LeBron makes other people better, like he just raises his raises Kyrie to just another level. That's amazing. Um, yeah, we asked, will a member of the big three break down? They did not. Uh, Thank goodness. What, because we're now healthy, healthy going into the finals, which oh my gosh, is what we all—it's amazing. Well, even I, like, okay, again, I'm everybody knows I'm a Warriors fan. This isn't a big surprise. Right. Um, right. There were two instances. There was one where LeBron 
uh, had a little bit of the hammy. He tweaked the ham, and I like held my breath. There was one where Kyrie in that game four uh, had the ankle go, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is his Isaiah Thomas game. Like he's gonna go off in this quarter because he twisted his ankle, but then he's not. He's gonna be done the next game. Like that happened to Isaiah, and like it was in in '88 or whatever. And I was like, this can't be happening because even I, as a Warriors fan, as much as I want them to win a championship, I would rather see the full rosters actually play each other than I would just like a oh well. We, we got it because they're, they're missing two guys. I want to see these full squads go head to head. And so, like, I, w- I was in the bar. I was like, oh, no. So I was like, what are you worried about? You're a Warriors fan. I was like, no, but it's LeBron. Like, come on. want to see play. I, like, I, we and need I, to I have I, LeBron. I think I told this to you. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. <laughs> and I got to call out Bill Simmons here. I know he doesn't listen to our pod, nor will he ever. But you don't know that. You don't know he's that. always on. He, he's that's true. He might. He listens to everything. <laughs> But he's always on his talking about, oh, LeBron's so durable. He's never been injured. It's uh-huh. like, dude, shut it's up. Like the free throw. He's like, this this guy's nine for nine from the free throw line with mm-hmm. five seconds left. And if he misses this one, they lose. They know what they're doing. And mm-hmm. Bill Simmons knows exactly what he's doing. And for a guy who's not superstitious but a little stitious, <laughs> we just stop with the LeBron has just never been hurt and he's Superman because – the way I see it, that's the same thing as an outer with a guy at a free throw line or right. a field goal kicker at the end of a football game. It's like, oh, we haven't seen a hit yet in six innings. Oh, all right, there's a hit. Okay, never mind. Sorry, exactly. guys. Right? <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I, you're welcome, everyone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's avoid oh. that at, at all costs. Um, we, yeah. we were looking to see if the Cavs were going to just push and push and push to try and keep that perfect record. Um, they dropped one for – I mean, they because the I mean, Marcus they, Smart they, game. They put it on cruise control. Yeah, Marcus Smart goes seven of ten from three for the first time in his life. He doesn't even do that in practice, from what I hear. <laughs> let's drop. Let, let's do a little recap of the Celtics playoffs. Um, you had Isaiah Thomas going off his fifty-point game, absolutely incredible. And you know he's yeah. an all-star. He's been playing at a high level all season. And you also had a Marcus Smart game and a Kelly Olynyk game. You sure? And one of them the was Olenek in Game, game. Seven. <laughs> That's, yeah, this is incredible that the Celtics are doing this with this group of people, um, and and then they have the number one overall pick. Like I I, I don't want to get to the stuff that's going to happen in the offseason. Um, they have an embarrassment of riches right now, and that's awesome. They do, and they and they have a lot of great young guys. And oh, man, we'll get to their draft stuff later. Uh, but look, the Celtics, you, you you took one against this Cavs team. You should be proud of that. Um, and it's we're here. We hit the finals that everybody anticipated. That's right. I mean, we're here. We've done. Oh yeah! I, at the beginning of the season, I don't think that there was any question that this was going to be the outcome, right? Like we were going right. to get Warriors, Cavs. We both we both had this in our preseason pick as the the teams that we're going to play in the finals. Yep. So we both had that right. So hats off to you, my friend. Yeah, look but at I think us. Pretty, but I think pretty much anybody that watches the league knew that this is what was going to happen, right? Like, yeah. there was no debate. There was really no team that was going to stand in the way of either of these teams getting back to another rematch, especially when the Warriors added mm-hmm. Durant. Like, there was no question they were going to be back. The only thing we had was, you know, if the Cavaliers are like, hey, you know, we won, we're good, let's just kind of cruise through the year. But we had the matchup we, we had both anticipated. Well, and I, I, I liken it to... Um you know, back in, in Tiger Woods' heyday, which we are on the complete opposite end of right now. But when, when he sure. was in his heyday, we would hit a major and people would question, like the question would be Tiger or the field. And it was a bold call to take the field. And if anyone picked other than the Warriors and Cavs, that was a bold call, which is crazy because you have 28 other options. And people went, well, all right, realistically, you have like seven other options. But like it's right. a bold call to take... I anybody else other than these two teams and so when we get what was expected it's it's not a surprise i'm still excited though like i'm still thrilled that we're here i'm still me too just blown away that we're we've made it this far and i i'm i'm ready i'm ready to talk about the about the finals are we going to get into this i think we should but is there a psa that we have before we really jump into there is talking so I think the PSA goes to you, my friend. Yes, it's a public um, service announcement for those who don't know what PSA stands for. Uh, yeah, but not the one that Jay Z did. Um, that's a different public right. service announcement. Different, um, completely different one. All right. So this is um, a, a call to 
everyone who will be on Twitter or Facebook or whatever have you, wherever you are voicing your opinions, you don't need to comment on everything. If you see Warriors and you're like, I'm a Cavs fan, you don't need to do that. If you're a, if you're a Warriors fan and you see somebody even just say Cavs and you go, oh, Steph Curry's amazing and Kevin Durant's on our team. No, you're being ridiculous. Knock it off. Don't need it. If you have something relevant to add to the conversation, if you were invited into the conversation, that's totally cool. But if somebody says, wow, I... Love that win that the Cavs put up. Great job, guys. Let's get three more. You don't need to be like, well, uh, the refs were terrible, and if, if Kevin Durant just hits two more threes and, th and then Draymond doesn't get shoved in the back, like he got murdered. Somebody stabbed it's him in the back. Like, Steve just, Kerr is just oh coaching gosh. this team like we thought because he's not going to because of back surgery. Right. Like Brown's the one coaching now. Like, Let's just cool it, guys. Let's, let's just enjoy this. Let's, let's watch not, it. Yeah. Let's, first off, let's not jump into conversations that we're not invited to. That not every post that is made is, is the beginning of a conversation. For example, I made a comparison just like, oh, wow, another team going undefeated in the finals. And I was making a comparison that the last time that happened, Tyron Lue was also there. Um, and that's when he got the Allen Iverson stomp. And like, I just, I made that. I was like, look, these things happen. And immediately someone went, oh, well, if you were playing the Spurs D-League team, I mean, you got Kevin Durant. That's not even fair. Your bench is ridiculous. You have no depth. Everything's blah. And I was like, well, well, I just, I mentioned undefeated and Tyron Lue and, and somebody just went off on me. I was like, please stop. It's nobody wants it. It makes you angry. It makes me angry. We don't need to be angry. Everybody, no. we're, all, we're all in the same basketball family. We all love good basketball. So let's all enjoy it together. Now, if it, the ball doesn't bounce the way your team wants it to, it's okay. It you is. don't have to have that conversation on somebody else's stuff. Put it, you, put it on your own social media, that's fine. You know, don't, put, it, put it on a Warriors message board. Put it in a Cavs message board. Like, let's celebrate with each right. other. No need, to, no need for the back and right. forth. Write a letter to Adam Silver or like actually write it out. And then you'll see how crazy you are once you've seen it. And you're like, oh, I'm writing to Adam Silver. He's never going to get this. Also, there are a lot of swear words in here. And then you know how crazy you're being. It's okay. Right. Things are going to yes. be okay. We're going to have fun. Doesn't matter who wins. It's just a game. Yes. All right. Cool. Awesome. Yes. That, just, that being said. That being said, this is going to be... Seven of the greatest games we've ever seen. I really hope yeah. not. But let's do it. Um, yes, we are. We have hit the, the the trilogy. This is the 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 thrilogy, if you want to call it that. The we've hit three times in a row. The same franchises have played each other. Kinda. That's the that's the key point. <laughs> you said the key point, which is these franchises, franchises. not teams. have played each other. Not teams, these not franchises. Team. First off, so, David Blatt's not around. Let's talk about David that. Blatt no longer around. <laughs> Matthew Delvadova not here, which is kind of a bummer. Oh, it we really is. He has his own signature shoe now. Did you know Matthew Delvadova has a signature shoe? We're living in a world where Matthew Delvadova has a signature shoe and he's not playing in the NBA Finals. That's a problem. <laughs> but, he's, but he's not here. Who is so, his sponsor? I don't even know. Who? I don't know. I'm going to look. Now played for both teams, not yeah. here this time. You that know, so looking. it's not the same thing. So where my issue lies right now is this is the, the grudge match or the, the rubber match or the best two out of three match. And I really don't think it is. And this is what I liken it to. Um, playing the game rock, paper, scissors, right? We're right. all familiar with the rock, the paper, and the scissors. Got it. I'll liken this no series to a game of rock, paper, scissors. Mm -hmm. So you're one. You have basically LeBron verse. So you have the Cleveland Cavaliers as the Rock with LeBron James and essentially nobody else. Right. If you look back at the teams that LeBron has taken to the finals, it's the closest to the 2007 Cavaliers that he's had going into the <laughs> NBA finals. He had Matthew Delvadova, Ron Shumpert, J.R. Smith, Tristan Thompson, and those were the guys that were playing significant minutes alongside him and in the finals. Timothy Mozgov and, they, and like, Mozgov. And Sean Marion. Like they were competitive, which is mm -hmm. terrifying. So you have that versus that Warriors team 
who finally broke through, but they had their rock, paper, and scissors. And you know what? Every single time, once you figure that out, you can just throw paper right over top, and it's series over like the first one was. Now, the second one, we finally had the matchup that we were all hoping for. We had Kevin Love. We had Kyrie Irving. Both of them healthy. We had LeBron James mm-hmm. at the all-time height. And you know what? We had an historical series. We right. had a 3-1 to lead by the Warriors. We had a comeback from the Cavs in which Kyrie and LeBron both had incredible game fives. Um, we had the Warriors go cold at the end of the series. And we had Le- LeBron with the block and almost the dunk. I'm still going to hold on to that one tightly. But you that had a fair so rock, paper, scissors matchup, right? Because you, you know, both teams were guessing as to which one they were going to throw. This year, hey, exciting news. We come into this, both teams fully healthy. We have a full set of rock, paper, scissors. We're going to be able to not guess which one they throw. But then you know what? The Warriors go out and then they sign Dynamite. Do you remember as a kid when you were playing rock, paper, scissors and that jerk friend that would be like, I have Dynamite. Like, That's not a thing. You don't get Dynamite. Like, you don't, Wait, Dynamite? And then he'd take all your pogs because he just won the rock, paper, scissors match because he threw Dynamite at you. And you're like... <laughs> okay, I guess. And that's what the Warriors went out and did. They went out and got Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. and they went out and got a fourth thing in rock, paper, scissors, completely shifting the balance of the series because right. you have an extra thing to throw in this rubber match, which mm-hmm. I will I will contend to the end of this, this is not a true rubber match because when you go out and add a seven-footer who's a shooting guard, he's arguably the best scorer in the history of the league – I just don't think it's worth calling it the the third match of the last three. Now, I like that right. you said it was these three franchises, mm-hmm. not the, the rubber match. Yeah. Because I think we've only had one true matchup of these two teams at their height. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, 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 I agree with you completely. I mean, that's exactly what's happened. Um, and some of the other players have fallen out. Uh, we, we got the Matthew Dallavadova. Who is who signed him? Who is his shoe contract? Walkie Bucks. Oh, it's well, like no, no, no. This is no, I, I knew that. Bucks. Peak. Peak. That's. Yeah, I'm pretty sure name. it's an Australian company. It's it, it's China. It's Chinese. Chinese based. Got it. So they're it's called, him and Dwayne Wade. They're called the. Uh, Peak Deli Ones, and their nickname is Hustle. The Peak Deli Ones. Can you please get a picture of that and put it on the screen? Is there please a way do? you can do that? Oh, my gosh. That'd Hold be amazing. Let me, the Peak let me, Deli we're Ones. We're living in a world where Matthew Delvadova has a signature shoe. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. Uh, I I can't Yeah, I, I can't say that whatever the, the last two matchups have meant meant anything more than it has to the big three players. I mean, obviously, uh, Steph, Draymond, Clay, who have been there all three years. Um, LeBron, Kyrie, who, who played in the first finals but got knocked out after game one. Um, like, right. those guys are, are the players that we've seen over and over again, and those are the ones that um, this series really means the most to. Um, we're having, you know, all these other guys thrown in, which has been crazy, uh, and it, it really puts... Um, this finals in kind of a league of its own. It really makes it hard to figure out what's going to go on. I, I think you have a really good way of explaining some of these teams or, or, uh, of yeah. how we're supposed to look at this. So I, I recently, with all this time in between in the new season of Game of Thrones starting this right. summer, I decided, you know, let me start this thing from the beginning again and get completely caught up for the new season start. Mm-hmm. So there are some spoilers, but this this finals to me, um, basically goes into the first season of Game of Thrones. Um, and I'm just going to compare some of the characters from Game of Thrones to some of the players in this year's finals. Okay. And you're probably going to get mad at some of these, for those of you who like this uh, this series, Game of Thrones. But right. the first one, Steph Curry, to me, is the Prince Joffrey of the NBA, who then turns into King Joffrey again. Spoiler alert, if you have not watched the first season of Game of Thrones... I'm going to say some things about the first season. I know, Charlie, you're like, I haven't, uh, but I don't yeah, look it's that stuff goes yeah. way over my head. I'm, I'm listening yeah. and I'm taking it in, but that's right. I haven't seen Lord yeah. of the Rings. It, the names are too confusing. I can't spell them. Yeah, exactly. And remember them. So then we'll, we'll just go ahead and jump down to the next one. You have Kevin Durant as Queen Cersei. Makes sense. She is a, she, she kind of is the puppet master for everybody in the entire thing. Kevin Durant, arguably the best player in the series next to LeBron James. Uh, you have Draymond Green as the Hound. The Hound's sole job is to protect Prince and King Joffrey. That's all he does. Draymond Green's job is to rattle the cages, push people around, 
and make sure no one messes with Steph. Jamie Lannister, super handsome, great swordsman. Clay Thompson, really handsome, bombs it from three. Yep. And then finally, you have Steve Kerr as Tyrion Lannister, who kind of behind the scenes is really running the whole show. But you know what? Steve Kerr is a smaller guy. Tyrion's a smaller guy. I would say, you which one of them Kerr. is, 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 is um, oh, what's his name? Peter Dinklage. Is that Tyrion? That's, yeah, that's Tyrion Lannister, and that's, Steve's Kerr, that's Steve Kerr. Got yeah, it. so kind of like behind the scenes, doing everything, running the show, Steve Kerr right it's not going to be on the court coaching, but mm-hmm. behind the scenes is really doing everything. And then on the flip side, on the Cavaliers, you have Ned Stark. Now, again, in season one, Ned Stark, spoiler alert, finds out that Prince Joffrey is not the proper heir to the throne. Oh my goodness. So Ned Stark, LeBron James, during that first, that series last year, he kind of reveals to everybody, hey, Steph, you're really not the king. And kind of proved a point last year that, hey, LeBron... I'm the real deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of just push that whole theory to the side. But you know what happens? Spoiler alert. At the end of season one, Ned Stark beheaded and it's over for him. And I have a feeling that that might happen to the Cleveland Cavaliers. You think this might this- be uh, the, the end of the king? The end of his reign? It king might James. be. Now, it's not a complete comparison because look, Ned Stark look, was never fine. a king. No, it's okay. But, but... The idea that he's beheaded and kind of cast out, I think, may be something that happens in this NBA Finals. All right. Wow. Um, and, then, and then the Lannister dynasty continues through Prince and King Joffrey, always taking over. Now, there's more happens in the so show, confusing. but that's how kind of season one ends and season two starts. So, um, yeah, it just makes me a little nervous that the Lannisters are now the leaders of the NBA. And it, I don't love it. I right. do not love it. And now, when you watch the show, you have this to fall back on. Right. Now I have to think of Steve Kerr as Peter Dinklage. Like, that's just going right. to be a weird thought for me. But I understand, I guess. <laughs> like, if, 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 that's, if, that's, if that's how the finale, whatever, if that's how the analogy works, I trust you. Like, I, again, Thanks. that stuff goes way over my head. But um, I, I the, the whole uh, backstabbing and, and, and who finds what and how this is all going to end that you seem to have the direction that you think the Cavs are going to go, which is um, do. not great. Here's the thing. I kind of disagree, but we'll get there. Yep. We'll get there. Let's we yep. have some we'll steps till we get there. Um, yeah. We always ask a bunch of questions about every single series. Um, some of them we have answers to some of them. We have guesses to some of them. We have no clue what's going to happen at all. So w- let's get to our questions for this series. See what we can figure out. The first question being, will we see Steve Kerr? Um, we, we, it's already confirmed he's not going to be there for game one. Um, right. this, is, this is huge. I mean, you know, yeah. it, it was one thing when he missed the first um, 30-some-odd games uh, of the regular season, but missing the NBA Finals. I mean, first off, all, all the prayers and good wishes to Steve Kerr. If this is what's going on, it's got to be bad. If he literally right. cannot sit on the bench or, or be active in a coaching situation, like it's got to be bad. Do you think yeah. we're going to see Steve Kerr? You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, so I, I now work for a physical therapy company, and I work and spend a lot of time with my doctor. spend a lot of time with orthopedic surgeons, spinal mm-hmm. surgeons, guys who deal with this kind of stuff every day. And all of the guys that I deal with are constantly talking about how difficult the back is and how – they try just about every approach that they can have to avoid any type of surgery with the lower back. And Steve Kerr himself um, on the Bill Simmons podcast earlier this year talked about, hey, anybody that's considering a back surgery, try any other means necessary <laughs> before you try a surgery on the back. Right. I, I would anticipate we'll probably see him, right? I mean, he's been out for a couple weeks now. He missed his time at the beginning of last year. I would anticipate we'll see him. But at the same time, if the Warriors get it going and say they go to, you know, Golden State and they win the first two, you know, why rock the boat? Hey, let's let's see how this thing goes. If, unless you need me to show up, mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of just do what I've been doing over the last couple weeks. So I don't know. I think if the, if the Warriors do what I think they're going to do, I don't think we'll see Steve Kerr on the sideline um, because I think it's going to be quick. Um, but I think if things start to get a little rocky and – need kind of a, um, 
someone who can right the ship and kind of get things going in the right direction, I think we'll see him. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think we'll see him? I don't think we'll see him, um, unfortunately, which, which begs the next question. Will Mike Brown hinder the Warriors' chances? Um, I think that Mike Brown is, is, a, is a decent coach. I think LeBron James might be a better coach. Um, which, you know, Tyron Lue, whatever. I, look, LeBron James is the head coach of that team. Um, and so I don't, and, and LeBron was coached by Mike Brown. LeBron knows Mike Brown pretty well. Mike Brown knows LeBron pretty well. So that adds another twist to this. I, I just, I don't trust Mike Brown. I, if I were the Warriors, I'd be a little worried about it. If it were anybody else, I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. Say it was, you know, say somehow Boston had won. I would say, I don't know. They're so like, you know, right. Warriors have so much talent, but I don't know. I think you have a little bit of, hey, this team's fired me twice. <laughs> I want to prove, I want to prove a point to this right. franchise that they really messed up, mm-hmm. and I ended up in a spot that is significantly better than anything that I had there. And I kind of want to prove a point to LeBron James, who, right. you know who will always say in the public that he has no, he has nothing to do with coaches coming or going, mm-hmm. but we all know who runs the show in Cleveland when oh, he absolutely. is in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's going to think Brown hinders the chances now to answer it, the question. I mean, it's a well-oiled machine. Um, there's yeah. really, I mean, just fine tuning to it. Um, that could be the difference in this series. Um, I yeah. mean, you, you got to split hairs at this point. Um, I mean, I know they don't exist yet, but the words are the self-driving car of the NBA. Like, you yeah, just yeah. got to get it and press a button, and it's going to take you where you're supposed to go, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mike Brown can press the button. I think the Warriors are okay. Yeah, you might be right. We'll see. I mean, again, when, when you're – these two teams, these – I mean, they're phenomenal. They're, these are two yeah. amazing teams, uh, which is weird because one of them only won 52 games. Um, like, it's it's strange to think about, right? Like – the the Cavs are not a number one seed, um, right? Like they care, I think there, but still, we, we talked about this. I think there was some gamesmanship with that. I think the Cavs, when it got down the stretch, said, "Hey, let's put the pressure on the the Celtics for for being the one seed. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need it. I'm okay. Go, LeBron is okay going to Boston if it comes down to it for a game seven. Yeah, he's won there. Hey, let's put the pressure on them. We saw. I mean, they went down 0-2 in the, the mm-hmm. first round of the playoffs. So I, I think there was some gamesmanship, some gamesmanship by the Cavs there. But you're right. They they didn't they didn't have the regular season that the Warriors had. They weren't the number one seed. So there might be something there. I agree. Uh, I'm going to jump down to a, a fun question that I, I really like putting together. Yeah. Uh, the question is, who will earn a Gary Neal contract? Um, if you're nice. not familiar with Gary Neal. Um, he played for the San Antonio Spurs for three years in 2010, 11, 11, 12, and 12-13. In that 12-13 finals, he played really, really well. I mean, he, he really had, well. I mean, it wasn't like he took over the game. He's a role player who's going to be a UFA. And after the series was over, he earned himself a multiple a year contract. Uh, he got it from well, at that time was the Bobcats, yeah. the Hornets. Um, it was like right. two years, four mil. Um, and then he actually had a player option on that. I don't know how he got a player option. Like, it's amazing. Um, but he, he turned his chance um, as a role player in, in the finals into a multiple-year contract. And I want to know, what role player are we looking at from either squad who might earn themselves a bigger contract? Now, there are some obvious uh, free agents that I'm, I'm nixing. Like, for the Warriors, it's... It's obviously not going to be Steph Curry. He's not a role player. And Andre Godala plays a very important role. He's going to be pulled back in. And I'm eliminating Sean Livingston just because I think Sean Livingston's a guy that the Warriors are going to keep around. So the question is, amongst these players, who do you think is going to play well enough to earn themselves a better contract next year? Here are your options. Zaza Pachulia, JaVale McGee, David West, Ian Clark, if we go over to the Cavs, um, DeAndre Liggins, Derek Williams, Darren Williams, or Kyle Korver. My guess, if, if I had to pull from the Warriors, yeah, I would please. go Ian Clark. Um, I like Ian Clark. I think okay. that he's a guy Why who uh, can drop a few from the corner. He can get open, which means he can get hot. I mean, that's 
kind of what the Warriors do. They put, they have three guys that pull the entire defense towards them, and it leaves Ian Clark open. And he's put them down um, this playoff so far. He's played well um, for the roles that he's had. I mean, that may easily, especially in today's NBA, get him three years, $20 million. If he can nail nine really important three-pointers, something like that. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to yeah. stay on the same team. I'm going to stay with the Warriors. Okay. But I'm going to go with JaVale. I'm going to go with JaVale McGee. Here's why. Okay. Guys in the NBA can't quit the super big athletic guy, <laughs> right? They just cannot quit that guy. Right. So some, some team who is going to be completely just gotten rid of any big in their franchise is going to say, you know what? I saw that guy play in the finals. Mm-hmm. I saw him go vertical. On, I saw him play some pick and roll. Why not? Let's give him $10 million right. a year. Sure. Because that's what people just throw around these days is let's give him, let's give him three for 10. Let's give him 30. You know, mm-hmm. why not? Let's bring him in and see what he can do. Somebody like, I don't know, the Brooklyn Nets who have no choice to do anything. So like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. He might get some dunks. People in Brooklyn might like that. that. Sure. Mm-hmm. I could see JaVale McGee being that irrational contract based on the vertical, vertical, uh, verticality and ability to cover pick and roll. Well, and, and maybe a couple of dunks here and there. Yeah, and with JaVale, like it's okay, he's probably at the same or near the same kind of skill level or, or you know, the, the ability to actually get that uh, great performance in, probably at the same level as many of those other guys. Um, but his name is way more meaningful than DeAndre Liggins, than um, Zaza Pachulia, than Ian Clark. Like, people know JaVale McGee. It is from the Shaq and a Fool and all the other goofy things off the court or weird on the court stuff he's done. But, like, that creates a splash. That creates a tension. Uh, and if you are the Brooklyn Nets, yeah. hey, people are talking about you for at least a minute if you're signing JaVale McGee versus if yeah. you are getting the contract for... Derek Williams, no one's going to bat an eye at it. At least JaVale McGee makes you a, well, look at where he's going this year. We got to keep an eye on him. So, I mean, I think that might be, right. uh, that might be the way to go uh, as far as getting that contract. Um, I, I really want to ask this question because I really want to go into uh, our, our options for this. This is another, another question where we have a few options. We'll try to figure out who's going to yeah. be the finals MVP. I think that this is really important um, to like eight people. <laughs> it really doesn't matter to the majority. Uh, like Kevin Durant, I don't think if he if he doesn't win Finals MVP, I don't think he's going to be all that upset. Steph Curry, again, if he doesn't win it, I don't think he's going to be all that upset. They just want to ring. Uh, LeBron's won a few of these before. I think he'll be fine. Um, but I wanted to give you the odds, and I and I just I kind of want to go over this just out of pure hilarity. Um, first off, there are, there are two guys playing in this series who have won a finals MVP before. Uh, and that is LeBron James, who his odds are, are, uh, two and one, um, two to one odds that he, okay. If the, if the Cavs win, he's winning MVP most likely. Um, right. the other person who is a finals MVP in the past is Andre Iguodala and his odds he are would- 300 to one. Who Ooh, most people different. probably wouldn't have guessed as the former finals MVP of the people that are in the series, right? Like you right. wouldn't have thought, oh yeah, Andre Godala. Right. So um, a lot of the bigger names, it kind of makes sense. You have, you have Durant is seven to five, Curry eight to five. And it's obviously weighted if the Warriors are going to win, that's kind of where it's going to go. Draymond's uh, 17 to two. Um, Kyrie's 10 to one. Kevin Love's 15 to one. Clay Thompson's 25 to one. So maybe if he gets hot, that it'd be kind of like a, ooh, wow, big, uh, big bet there. Um, one of the, some of the ones that make me really laugh are um, you have a lot of the guys like Darren Williams, Iman Shumpert, um, Channing Frye, Patrick McCaw, the, like just role players are all 500 to one. And then there's the field is also 500 to one. And then. JaVale McGee and Zaza Pachulia are 1,000 to 1. They have I worse might, odds than the field. I might put a dollar on it just because. Just <laughs> because. Just JaVale McGee just because. <laughs> the, Why not? 
<laughs> if one of the answers is I don't know anyone else, and you're worse than that answer, what is going on? I you mean, seriously, what? that's the guy who's gonna get the big contract this summer. Ian that Clark, guy Ian- who's below the anybody on either team, and then Javale <laughs> McGee. Ian Clark has double the odds. Matt Barnes has double the odds. Like that's just so weird. I Why can't not? even. It doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make sense. Anyways, regardless of all of these odds, who's winning MVP? In my opinion, we'll go. So what I'll do is I'll give you my MVP and then I'll give you my prediction. Okay. And then we can, you know, we can dive deeper into those. But in my opinion, Kevin Durant will be the MVP and the Warriors will win in five. All right. We can expand on this later, but my MVP is Durant, Warriors in five. My MVP is LeBron James, and I'm okay. putting Cavs in six. Which is so funny because preseason, I picked the Cavs to win, and uh-huh. you picked the Warriors to win. Right on the money. Right on That's the money. Right. It's, uh, it's weird. We, we have a couple more things to get to. And, and how, how these guys are going to play is big part of how their teammates uh, are going to do as well. Um, right. The reason I think that LeBron has such a good chance uh, is because you, you, you put the question down, does Kyrie prove a point to Steph again? Like Kyrie had that, the dagger three uh, with Steph Curry and LeBron set him up. LeBron also and iced that won, game. They with wanted the Steph. That was the thing. He's like, right. any opportunity they could, they got Steph in a pick and roll mm-hmm. to get Kyrie with the ball in his hands against Steph. Mm-hmm. As, as much as I think, again, we've talked about how Kyrie is now fighting for best point guard in the league. I, it's LeBron that puts him up there. LeBron yeah. raises his level, and I, that's how I think the, this series is going to go. I think it's, it's just going to be LeBron trying to prove himself the greatest player of all time, and yeah. that's what's going to be with Kyrie on Steph. Now, I just the, the matchups of how this works out, um, especially when we go small ball, I mean, we have the question is, uh, will the Warriors small ball be too much for, the, for Cleveland? Man, you'd think so, right? You would. Right, and so I mean, the the lineup you're you are looking at is Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, all guys who are all time or uh, all NBA guys. Clay Thompson not this year, but I mean has been in the past. They're all all stars. They're all phenomenal players, just phenomenal players, and some of them on both sides of the ball. And adding to that, you have. Uh, just a gamer in Andre Iguodala, guy who is yeah. uh, now he's not at the peak of his health right now. He played like something like fifty minutes in the last series. I think they may have but been saving so, him up. You could either. put so you could put Livingston in there in that role. Oh like, yeah, you could have him third guy out there because mm-hmm. um, he's a six seven wing guy who can cover cover a lot of different areas. Um, I mean, when you're looking at a lineup so this, like that, the only way to get through it is by having the best player on the court. It, it, right. That's the only way to even survive it is having the best player on the court. And that's why I think, I mean, it's got to be LeBron James. If, if the Cavs are going to do anything, it has to be LeBron. He has to be able yeah, to take they, over the game. And, and they can counter with Kyrie, mm-hmm. Shumpert, Smith, LeBron, Thompson to right. match that lineup. I just, I don't know how much we had of that during the regular season. So, and, and the Warriors have played a little more of that small ball. But the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like, you know what? Cavs can match up. Yeah. Even if you take out Shumpert, say mm-hmm. it's Korver, then you get really what you want with LeBron. So this, you know, again, I'm going to backtrack here a little bit, but but LeBron sees that and sees, oh, what do I like to do the most? Attack the rim. Mm-hmm. If Pachulia and JaVale McGee are no longer on the floor, right. I have shooters surrounding me. I have all kinds of space and no one to really protect the rim that I respect. Right, because he's going to go right at Draymond and not think anything about it, mm-hmm. because he's six seven. Yeah, he can defend that half circle, but he doesn't see seven foot with seven four wingspan standing in the center. Um, so that's where I'm like, you know what? Do do the Warriors really want to kind of get Kevin Love off the floor to space things to go small? And like, I, I don't know the answer to that question. I don't right. know that you really want to do that because if you get that one of those bigs off the floor you invite LeBron to attack, which mm-hmm. is what he wants to do. And the, the great part that's of the where Warriors. Like, I'm, I'm picking Warriors at five, right? right? But at the same time, I'm, I'm kind of talking myself into, ooh, I don't know. Well, Maybe and you know, even I'm, on, five. 
even I'm on the other side of it because you're looking at um, who you're going to match up against LeBron James. You have Draymond Green, who um, is fighting for Defensive Player of the Year every year. You have right now uh, Kevin Durant, who is going to be an all-defensive player. He's playing better defense than he's ever played. And you have Andre Iguodala, all three guys who can match up with LeBron James. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to beat them, but they are going to give him a much harder time than anyone in the Celtics series gave him. Uh, just about anyone gave him in, in the Raptors series. And so yeah. y- you're looking at three great guys who all can cover him. And so they all, d- it, it doesn't have to, like if it was the Spurs, it's Kawhi and then Kawhi has to carry the load on the other side. You know, you have right. other guys who can take that defensive matchup and when you have Durant getting bullied down there, you still have Steph, Clay, and Draymond who can create on the other side. And so, I mean, right. Draymond not as much as the other two, but I mean, you still have Steph Curry. You still have Steph Curry, one of the greatest offensive players of this generation right now. And Clay yeah. Thompson, maybe the best shooter of all time. It's still there on the other side. That That's what makes the Warriors crazy. And again, you're t- playing the, the other side of it, and I am too. Like, that's how insane no. this series is. Is it... There's so much talent both ways. Like you, we we want to be like firm in, in our decisions. And even now, I'm like, Cavs and Six is like, oh my gosh, is it really Cavs and Six? Like I don't know. Right. Like it's amazing. The thing that's the, the thing that's so tough is you know in the first two rounds of the playoffs, the Cavs basically ignored Patrick Patterson and say, hey, good luck, shoot it. You know, right. ignored um, Al Horford and you know Marcus Smart and Jay Crowder and said, mm-hmm. all right, good luck, go ahead. The problem you're creating when you walk into the series of the Warriors is you can't ignore anyone. On well, the Draymond. Sides. Like last year, the plan, the plan was, Hey, let Harrison Barnes and let Andre Godala do their thing. Right. Well, that guy's now replaced with Kevin Durant. Right. So good luck. And I mean, you, you, the one guy that you would have, all right, well, we'll let Draymond shoot. Draymond's been hot this whole playoffs. Like he's he really played, has. he's been amazing this playoffs. Um, now Iggy's been like, again, not healthy, not playing a lot of minutes, not in his rhythm, shooting like 11% from three. And that might, that will definitely be the guy who it's all right, well, let's let him shoot. But I mean, Draymond's been phenomenal. You can't just let him be the one who's off the hook. Like he's shooting 47% from three in the playoffs. That's amazing. That, that's, that's, and that's all you want from, from Draymond Green. And so when you have that. On the outside, oh, it just looks so tough. I mean, he, well, so here's the question: <laughs> then. So you said Cavs and six. How do you see these six games playing out, game by game? Um, I think the Cavs are going to take game one. Um, okay, I, I think it's going to be the um, surprise grab the first game. I, that's what happened with the Spurs series. That you know they had a lot of time off and they just got shell shocked right right from the get go. And those adjustments yeah. don't happen nearly as quickly with Mike Brown as they would with Steve Kerr. And um, I think that that's one of the things where Mike Brown takes you down a notch. They're going to lose. I think they're going to lose game one. Um, I think that the Warriors will probably take two and three or two and four. And the Cavs get the rest. The Cavs win it. I mean, they'll have the deciding game at home for six. Okay. And so... Um, Really, really, what I, I think would work out the best way is like it's probably going to be a two-one Warriors lead. Um, Cavs are going to get four to tie it up, take that momentum into five. Now, you again, you don't have the game five no uh, Draymondless because Draymond only has two technicals this entire playoffs. So it, good for him. There's no, there's no, there's no baiting him into being suspended in game five. Um, nope. He has uh, left uh, everybody's Sam Cassells alone. Um, so far, yes. yeah. So so far, now it's the finals. Anything's he's, game. He's given himself enough room to mess with some people, Sam Cassells. Yes, if he exactly. needs at this point. So, yeah. um, so that's so what I'm, I'm go thinking with the, the opposite Cavs. route. Yeah, obviously the Warriors, but mm-hmm. I, I do think the Cavs will take Game One. And what have we talked about? Game ones really don't matter, right? right. Like they do, but they don't. So mm-hmm. I think Cavs, and then and then they start to feel themselves a little bit, and like okay. All right, this we've won here before. We've won here two times in a row now. It's fine. This is fine. This is super easy. Well, I guess they lost the regular season there, but um, this is fine. We got this. And then I think the Warriors just go on full Anton Trigger mode from No Country for Old Men and just walk through the Cavs four straight games. 
Uh, and I think it's going to be ugly. And I think we're going to see a lot. Like, you know, you know when LeBron gets mad, he gives that like hands, like the palms up. Yeah. And it's usually a Tristan Thompson. <laughs> I think we're going to see a lot of palms up, LeBron angry at Tristan Thompson mm-hmm. face um, throughout this NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. So I think Cavs take the first one. People are starting to say, is LeBron the best? Is yep. is this Warriors team not good enough? Do right. they not have enough firepower? Is Did Durant Kevin Durant make the, the wrong decision? Right. And then I think the narrative the rest of the time is, oh, yeah, these guys are these guys are as good as we thought they were. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be a, a slamming of the door. I think I, there, there might even be a 25-point drubbing in there <laughs> to, uh, to really just hammer home how good this Warriors team is. And I'm going to hate it. Um, ridiculous hypothetical, and I, and I just want the one-word answer. Um, if LeBron does beat this team, beat the Warriors, and, 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 and wins, his, wins his fourth ring, are you ready to have the LeBron MJ conversation? Are you ready to start the conversation? Yeah, we talked about this. So yes, we talked about this last, last yep. podcast. Was, am I ready? To, if they win, I'm ready to have the discussion. Okay. So I, I, watched, <laughs> I was actually watching this afternoon, um, 93 game highlights, uh, Bulls, Suns. And it's like 10 minutes of like Michael Jordan's every basket. Yeah, he averaged 42 points a game over six games in the NBA Finals. He's amazing. I'm ready to have the discussion, but right. man, we can have this after the Finals. Yep. But oh, oof. and everyone's having Regardless it now. Regardless of what happens, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, it, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that later. Uh, right now, we want to get to one of our favorite things. Uh, I mean, it's it's your favorite. It's my favorite. It's a fan favorite. Dan, hit it up. You know what time it is. It's my favorite time. It's your favorite time. It is Keeping Up With Chris Stapps. Yes. That's right. Yes. So we talked a little bit about last week. He snubbed his exit interview with New York. Things are not going well in New York right now. But you know what's going well? Chris Stapps Porzingis' ability to move his hands quickly. I'm Mm -hmm. talking Ali. I'm talking Sugar Ray Leonard. I'm talking all the greats. But he during this offseason, has decided to go full-on Ivan Draco, <laughs> Rocky IV. It's amazing. And what he's doing, what he's doing this offseason is he's, he's boxing to get himself into shape. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever seen – I don't know if you've seen boxers, but those guys are jacked. Oh, and yeah. I am so pumped to see what Chris Staff's Porzingis comes back with as far as a physique to start mm-hmm. next season. And there's some pictures of him on his Instagram um, posting of him actually doing his boxing training. And, like, he's got that sweaty hair flopping. You know, he pushes it up. Yeah. It's like the I Drago from, like, toward the end of that fight with Rocky where it starts, like, flop forward so you don't mm-hmm. have it pushed back. He looks exactly like Ivan Drago. <laughs> like, it's sweating forward. We don't have that pushed back look. He's throwing, like, a massive right hook. I can't wait for Chris Depps to get back in the league. I can't wait for people to provoke him. And I can't wait for him to just uppercut somebody for uh, getting, getting in Chris Depps' face. So right. that was Keeping Up With Chris Depps. Back to you, Chuck. Hey, living in New York, it's a tough town. You got to be able to put them up. You got to be able to have them there. Uh, Gyro, earlier we talked about uh, these deli shoes. Were you able to uh, find a picture of these? Yeah. Uh, the peak shoes. Uh, do you want to pull them <laughs> up on, on the screen right now? I want to talk to Dan. Or did you already pull it up earlier? Ah, see, I didn't get to see it. Yep. Um, can we pull it back up? Just I, I want to go back to this real quick. Okay. If you don't, if you, it, it, we can do it later. It doesn't matter. Um, so Dan, the the shoes are like these low tops. First off, oh, long, I, long oh, lace. Shoes. They have the Delhi yeah, logo the on the top, and then there's the green and yellow Australian color, colors, which I have to say is kind of weird because I've seen their flag. It's red, white, and blue. There's no green. There there is there's no yellow. But their basketball uniforms are that. I know it's so weird. Um, clearly these are going to be the, the shoes of the Australian, uh, national team from here on out. I mean, they have to be, right? They have to be. Unless no they're sponsored. I'm just, I'm, I'm a little upset that more, like not more of the Australian players in the league had not it like just said, Hey, I'm wearing these shoes too. Like Bogut for the small amount of time he was right. playing, putting on the deli shoes. Hey. Eddie Mills not wearing the, the, uh, the deli shoes. Kyrie, we need put, some- get Kyrie in those. I mean, he was born there. Yeah. I mean, he's not Australian. That's but- right. Get Kyrie in the delis. Get get Dante Exum in the delis. Guys, support your fellow Australian. Aaron get Baines. The shoes. 
Joe Ingalls. How many no, other ones no, can we name? Stop, stop now. Stop. <laughs> is that it? Is, stop that all? Now. is that all? <laughs> I think we've listed them all. We've hit the end of our show, and we love to have a little bit of fun at the end as well. We have fun in the middle. We have fun at the beginning. We end it with a little fun as well. Uh, we're going to play two different games. The first one is one of our favorite games. It is the nickname game. Oh, yeah. What's going to happen is Jeremy has picked out... Jeremy, wow, that's so That weird. is my name. I never call you Jeremy that's on this my name. Gyro has picked out... They call a, the office now. <laughs> <laughs> now, they, now they know where to find us. Oh, um, no. No, um, Jeremy has picked out a, a basketball player with a fun, unique nickname. Uh, Dan and I good. are going to try and figure out what, who this player is. Um, we will count to three, say the name at the same time. Um, hopefully one of us gets it right. If not, Dover's going to give us uh, a hint and then another hint until we get it eventually. Uh, so, Jairo, are, are you we ready? ready? The nickname is... And if you're listening, you can play along at home. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. The nickname is Big Honey. Big Honey. Oh, man. Well, I know... <sighs> okay. Um, there's... I don't know. All no right, questions. I... Oh, Big Honey. I have... All right, I have mine. I, sure, I'll I go for it. it. I got one. It. Wait, ready? Right. Three, two, one. Spencer Channing Haas. Fry. Nope. Uh, not Channing Fry, not Spencer okay. Haas. Nope. Uh, hit number one. This player was a all. He was on the all rookie team in fifteen sixteen. Fifteen sixteen all rookie team. Um. Oh boy, here we go. Oh, that that was not a good class. Um. <laughs> I don't even remember who the top <laughs> rookies were from a year ago. Oh, I know. Not here. Well, here's the thing is they did not do well. Um, no, they didn't. And this one did not. All right. Um, All right. I have, sure. I have a guess. Go ahead. Three, two, one. D'Angelo Russell? Arlo? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> do not say a name. <laughs> I, I don't even remember who else was drafted in this. Uh, Jalen Brown. There it no. is. And uh, another hint, please. Last, last hint. Rookie this year. He wasn't even. Yeah, it was. <laughs> a, you were in the wrong class. I wasn't gonna say it, but it's fine. Uh, I'm embarrassed. This player is a big jokester. A big jokester. Ah, God, you were way on with D'Angelo Russell because he is a jokester. Dang it! All right, I'm on it. Three, two. No, no hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dan, do you have one? <laughs> I. Okay, so I don't even remember who else was drafted. I think Charlie gets class. this one. Okay, I have the answer. I, I know the answer. <laughs> I have the answer. Three, just, just say two, it. One. It's Nikola Jokic. It is. The jokester, the Nikola Jokic. Ah, That's what I gave him. Yeah. Yes. His other nickname is Joker and also Jokic. So. He's a Joker. And he's a big. He's so. a midnight toker from what I've heard. Yeah, his, um, his name is Big Honey. Uh, yeah, that was a bad draft class. I don't blame you at all. That's not your fault. Um, it's okay. It's all right. We'll get past it. Uh, another game that we like to play is if it hits, I'm a genius. We send out our bold predictions and see what hits. If it does, we can deem ourselves geniuses. Dover has been a genius once before. I have as well. Dan is still getting there. Uh, last week, we had our, uh, our if it hits. Uh, Dan, you thought that Kyrie would do another backboard lob uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, it didn't happen in the first five minutes of that game. It, it didn't happen. Didn't happen. Um, that's okay. Did, they did come out with a full on onslaught like they did against the Raptors, but yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a backboard. metaphorical backboard lob, but, uh, right. it, it didn't actually happen. Um, not I game. thought that Deontay Murray was going to play, um, better than any, uh, rookie point guard has ever played in uh, a Western conference finals. And lo and behold, that did not happen. <laughs> Big surprise there. Uh, Dover, uh, you just put uh, Manu down. Uh, I, I think I said was. he was, uh, going to get multiple double doubles. Oh yeah, that's right. You said more than he, one double. He did not do he that. He didn't do that. Um, uh, though he played really well. He did I, play really well. I think we were all really proud of Manu Ginobili. I, I really hope he comes back. I mean, I I don't know. I want him to enjoy his life, but I really want him to come back. <laughs> um, our if it hits for this week for this finals series, Dan, what is your prediction? So I have, uh, like I said before, I think Kevin Durant will be the finals MVP, 
And I'm going to say exactly the amount of points he will average during this series at 32.4 points per game Spot over five games. On. I'm going to give no, you. Can, can we? I'm going to give you a range of plus or minus 0. 0.4. Ooh. No, because if this. No, because I just want to be. I want to be okay. a genius. Spot okay. on. I don't want any range. <laughs> I want to say 32.4. Hold on. That's Ooh, it. We we can do some numbers behind it, like 32.41683 repeating if we right. want to, but it's going to be 32.4 is my guess. I just want to. I want to do some. Hold on. 32.4 times, and you said it was five games. All right. 162 is a is a is a whole number, so that it works out. If he gets 162 and it's five games, then we know. Um, then we. This is another reason that I think uh, the Cavs might take it. I think that one of the offensive threats for the Warriors is going to go cold. Clay Thompson, I, I just have this horrible feeling in my stomach. And again, it's not like I'm trying to – this is my favorite player. I think that Clay Thompson doesn't hit 10 or more points more than twice. I think there are two games where he gets double digits. That's it. Hmm. I think he goes cold. That's just my wow, opinion. that is that is bold. Yes, I'll um, allow it. it I'll allow me. that. And that, I mean, if that happens, you got the Cavs have a great chance. Um, yes, Dover. Um, what's going on? Uh, I think throughout the whole finals, the Cavs are going to have a better three point percentage than the Warriors are. I don't think that that's bold enough. Really? Really. Come I on. think. Are you kidding? Look at the look at who the Cavs have shooting three pointers. You have Kyrie. You have LeBron. You have Kevin Love. You have Channing Frye. You have Kyle Korver. You have J.R. Smith. Like they have a lot of really good three point shooters. But the, the fact Warriors, that they would do better isn't a huge like. I mean, look. I'm just saying that that is not bold enough. By oh goodness, you want to give wanna, it? Give me give me a percentage point by that, five percentage points. by five percent. Dan, what do you think? They they will. I, I appreciate that you pushed him a little further. Okay. Um, so, yeah. All right. Five percentage. Five points. percentage points. Yeah. Better three point shooting. Okay. All right, we'll take it there. Yeah. Thank you, yes. Dover. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, everybody, for listening, watching, and all that you do. We are all over the place. iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Uh, please share and please rate and review. All of that stuff is excellent for us. Really helps us out. Gets um, you know more people to be able to see us. If you do all that great stuff, it's really awesome. Um, we, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter. We're at hack underscore uh, underscore chat. If you want to shoot us an email, uh, hackachatcast at gmail.com. Shoot that over to us, and, and we'll be able to uh, communicate with you guys, see what you guys are thinking. Send us your bold predictions for the finals as well. Uh, if you get it right, we'll talk about it on the show. Um, we want to give a shout-out to Kid Runner for giving us this music that we use. It's awesome. Different kind of love. Give me something to love. Uh, their EP, Body Language, is on Apple Music. It's on Spotify. Go check them out. They are awesome. That's everything we've got for you. Please Wait. make sure that you no, no, uh, keep we, up no, with all no, that no, stuff no. Um, that we have. We didn't get to Latrell Sprewell, who was a former Golden State Warrior, so I thought this would fit really well into our finals preview. Do we, we've got time, right? When did, did Latrell Sprewell even – did he play in the finals? He did. He did. It was not with the Warriors, but he did oh. play in the finals with oh. Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah, I was going to talk more about his time in the finals, You know, starting in Golden State, moving on to oh. being with Jeff Van Gundy look, and playing with the Knicks. Can we talk? Can we, this is a, look, look this is a really long show. We had the, like, the big fan final zally like – Going out here. I, well, the summer's coming up soon. We'll have some free oh, time yeah, then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can we do we'll, it? Can we we'll do, do it, it, it in the summer. How's next, that sound? Next time. Next yeah, time. yeah, next time will be great. Um, awesome. We'll hit Latrell Sprewell eventually. Until then, be good to one another. Drive safe. You know the deal. I want you to ball out. You have the chick, I have the duck. See, I have Chandler Bing, he has the duck, and you have the chicken. Chicken, duck. They both work. We did it.